0: Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, I'm Mike Kapler along with Joel Brzezinski. We're back once again for another week of Growing in Grace. If uh, you're a new listener, thanks for sharing our program with some people out there. You can um, find our past programs. Joel has a website called GraceRoots.org. That's the website address, GraceRoots.org, and uh, you'll notice a link there for all of our past um, Growing in Grace podcasts. We've got well over 200 of them. Didn't you just tell me recently, Joel, that we we've just been we we just hit the five-year mark? You and I started a program about five years ago.
1: Yeah. Uh this one's you know we're in uh, mid-february here maybe late february and uh it was february 10th 2005 that our first program aired and so yeah five years of growing in grace and uh if you're still with us i don't know how you have managed to do that but (laughs) we're thankful to have you along with us you know somebody recently told me that um we're a distraction for her studies and so i said well hey i'm glad that we can help you to (laughs) help you out there (laughs) someone who's uh, going to going to school and um being able to listen to our program is kind of a distraction from all that, so whether that's good or bad, I don't know.
0: Yeah, someone else told me that uh, they were in a Bible study, and someone in the Bible study had communicated that they had downloaded all uh, over 200-plus programs on their iPod, all of them, and then she got in somebody's truck to catch a ride after the Bible study, and, and the guy whose truck she got into, in his stereo, was growing in grace our one of our programs was playing on his truck stereo so uh i we we really appreciate the the encouragement that you give to us to to keep on going
1: yeah really it's um you know as we've said plenty of times before and and something that i firmly believe is that there you know the body of christ is vast and it's worldwide and there's nobody who is more important than anybody else. There are some people who may be more outward and more visible within the body of Christ, and there are some people who you may never even see what in the world God is doing in and through them. But it all works together as one body, one body of Christ that's worldwide. And uh, what we're doing here is just one part of that, and everything that our listeners are doing, you know, what God is doing in and through you, whether Whether it's something that is outwardly seen by many, many people or whether it's something you just do in there quietly in your own little corner of the world, it's a great thing because when you're trusting in the life of Christ that's in you, that is what makes the whole body work. Christ is the head of his church, and each one of us receives those signals from the brain, so to speak, uh, to, to will and to do. You know, God works in us to will and to do according to his good pleasure. And uh, we can rest contently, each one of us, in what he's doing in and through us.
0: Mm. Well, we were going to talk this week about intimacy, communion with God, and uh, how we can maybe, I hate to use this phrase, but I was going to say, maybe how we can learn to take it to the next level. <laughs> um, that that almost sounds legalistic when I said that, but I, I think you know where I'm coming from. It, it's a part of our, our growing in grace process of of realizing the relationship that we already have that the the bond that is all, not the bondage but the bonding that has already taken place because of the you know the the bridge being rebuilt between God and man, and all of that was done a long time ago at the cross through god's Son Jesus Christ now we we can grow in this relationship and and, and in our intimacy with God as as we uh, as our knowledge uh, of who we are in Christ grows.
1: Well, yeah, you know uh, the, that word communion and the word intimacy. You know, I know that th- those words probably bring a lot of different thoughts to a lot of different people, and I'm sure we won't cover everything uh, that has to do with communion and intimacy. Uh, but some of the things that come to our minds, you know, when we, when we talk about these things, you know, I was listening to something that uh, Steve McVeigh had uh, said uh, recently, um, and he said uh, you can be doing all the right things and still miss intimacy with Christ. And man, I can relate to that, especially as I look back on my early uh, walk with Christ, in, in that I was so focused on doing all the right things, and reading my Bible every day, and praying for a certain length of time, and listening to the right sermons, listening uh, to you know the right teachers, and, and going out there and doing all the right things. And all the while... Uh, I could you know even if I was doing everything right, I could have totally been missing the life of Christ that is with me here and now i 'm reminded that Jesus when he was praying in john seventeen he 's you know he was praying to the Father, he said, This is eternal life and well, let me say what he didn 't say jesus didn 't say this is eternal life that uh they get together and uh they read their bibles every day and they go out and do all the right stuff and they go out and they they make sure that they're witnessing every day they make sure that they're doing all these wonderful things for the lord no he didn't say that but what he did say what jesus said is this is eternal life that they may know the father And that they may know the Son. I'm just I'm kind of putting those in different words, but that's essentially what he said. This is eternal life that we know God. That's really what it's all about. From that, from knowing God, sure, lots of wonderful things can flow out of that, but the basis of intimacy with Him isn't, you know, it's not based upon the things that we do. And that's the I think one of the points that I'd like to make about intimacy.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, even you, you know, if you think about a marriage relationship. If it, was, if it was built on just outward actions and, you know, doing right and wrong and, you know, I love you if, um, I love you but, those kinds of things, that, that wouldn't probably be a very strong uh, intimate relationship. Um, and, and it is that way with God, too. I, I know when I, I came into grace, I'd been, I've been a Christian a long time, but uh, I went uh, uh, more than a couple of decades uh, in my Christian life, before I had realized what true grace really was, what unconditional love is. And I'm, I'm still learning about it, of course. But when I began to understand that, uh, the intimacy that uh, I began to experience in my relationship with God, it spiked. I mean, it just it went off the charts. It was so exciting for me. And, and I know there are people out there listening who are, are still trying to grasp a lot of what we talk about. And I wish I could explain it, Lord, give me the words. I wish I could explain to you the uh the the change in perspective that I had purely from a relationship and intimacy standpoint when it came to me and God directly, heart to heart, person to person, of course he hadn't changed, <laughs> but my realization of the relationship that uh that he desired for me and him to have to flow back and forth in. Once I began to latch onto it, it was like, Whoa, look at what I've missed all these years. Mm-hmm. All these years. And and the, the weird there's weird things about it, Joel. I know I've talked about some of this before, but there's weird stuff taking place here in the in this grace walk of mine. And one of them is I can remember walking uh in my basement for sometimes hours, going out to church and praying for hours, walking around praying and, and trying to get closer to God, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now, in, in my grace walk, in this unconditional love that I'm, I've experienced with God, um, my prayer time is probably less than what it used to be, but it, it's, it's quality time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and I'm, it's like there's this constant um, fellowship that is taking place, whether I'm at work, whether I'm at play, uh, no matter what I'm doing, driving down the road, or, or even it, during my time of prayer it just i just always feel like i'm i'm in sync with him in a way that i i didn't used to be
1: mm-hmm. yeah i can hear you and that's exactly i think what we're what we're getting at here is that people can be doing all kinds of things i know that there are people all over the place who are are busy all the time with church activities and and i and i'm not going to say that any of this stuff is bad i mean it's each individual uh is called in different ways but We can be so busy, you know, going to church for a lot of people Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday evening, uh, whenever there's an activity, you show up for that, uh, ministry opportunities and all that kinds of things, and in and of themselves, none of this stuff is necessarily bad or wrong. It's just that we can get so caught up in doing so many things that in the doing of it, we miss... The, the lord himself we miss god himself and so I, I know that um my life drastically changed and i'll i'll use that word in 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 the sense that you know because last week we were talking about how god didn't change our life but he exchanged it and and indeed uh that's the truth but a, a certain way like what you were talking about that we can talk about how things changed is that you know when we came to know the lord is that i remember i was i was focused on doing a whole bunch of stuff in my in my Christian life, I remember showing up at all kinds of activities and and things like that and I remember when I first began to understand god's grace and his love his his unconditional love. I remember the relief that kind of set over my life uh just the the I was able to relax I was able to you know walk in this trusting relationship with God that I had maybe i had a, a taste of previously but i wasn't able to fully relax in, in in the lord and fully trust that he would do whatever he wanted to do in my life and and i remember going through Well, quite a long phase where I just didn't do anything and it was good it was just I I went from this life of always trying to do stuff for the Lord to this life where I didn't really do a whole bunch of things and then as I got to know God and as I as I got to know him intimately I began to get to know myself and who I really am in him my true identity and i'm not just talking about just the uh, the biblical definition of who i am in christ and those things are wonderful and we focus on these things every week here on growing in grace but i'm also talking about just the way that god has wired me uh and and i was able to be myself more and more as i became more intimate with god as i as i began to set aside doing all that that stuff I got to know God more. I got to know God more, and I got to understand who I, who I really was more and more. Yeah, uh,
0: and you know, um, we mentioned last week that we would, uh, while we're talking about this thing called intimacy, I, I, I mentioned the word communion, and I know, I, like you said, Joel, I, we probably won't get into uh, a lot of details about communion because we're running out of time for this program anyway. But um, when, when you think of communion, a lot of people will think of, you know, some, something that you do in your church. You know, this is really, this is something, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the act of communion, as we know it, like from a church standpoint, something like that can be done anytime. If you want to set a, a time aside, um, or you just want to uh, have a, a time uh, alone with, with you and the Lord, focusing in on and remembering what the, the price that he paid, focusing in on, Uh, his finished work, and and the the ultimate price, the blood that was shed, and and you want to spend some time concentrating on that, meditating on that, you can do that right in the privacy of your own home. It's great to do it at church, too. It's just that sometimes I think it gets a little religiousized in church. Um, You know, a lot of different churches do it different ways. But, you know, you you can actually spend some time alone with God focusing in on communion, so to speak, um, and and even just have your own food sitting there. We, we can talk a little bit more next week, perhaps, about how food and communion
1: relate to each other. Oh man, I'm definitely going to listen next week now that you're talking about <laughs> food. <laughs> but that's true, and yeah, we'll get into that next week <laughs> because it's true. You take a look, and you know that's just what I was thinking when you were talking there, because it's, it's, it is a wonderful thing to be able to just in the privacy. Of, of wherever you happen to be whether you're in a crowd but yet you're just lost in your own thoughts or whether you're in your own home or in your car or whatever just having that communion with god and and it also indeed uh does you know everything goes better with food and, and you see that all over in the bible and when people were getting together there was food uh, there was drink there was all kinds of uh you know, wonderful things that people enjoyed together, and uh, so we'll talk about we'll talk more about communion in that way next week on Growing in Grace.
0: This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brieseky, heard weekly on GraceWalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit GraceRoots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.